Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, and welcome back to the Oz Network for more amazing race coverage. And it's just a regular panel, no, not too special this time. I was going to make some big joke about someone being gone because of COVID or something. I don't know, but I don't have a good reason. I don't have a good joke. We're here to cover episode six and the unique episode that we got to watch. <laughs> There's no other way to phrase it. Unique episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm Rusty, and I'm here with the old reliable, Jared. He's not sick. He's got his tea. He's ready to go. That's it. No uh, no wimping out. No uh, getting kicked off the race over the phone. Um, <laughs> here for another exciting episode. I mean, yeah. Interesting is what I would mm, probably... Yeah, that's probably a better word choice. Yeah. Um, for this... <laughs> I was thinking about this today. For the season that has been very big about no, not eliminations, very many mm-hmm. not elimination things in the season. Really come back to bite them, hasn't it? They expanded the cast and all this stuff, and then crazy things happen. Crazy that this isn't the episode we decide to like miss out on, but we miss an elimination episode. and we Could have skipped the non-elimination episodes, but anyway. We're here. This episode was very interesting. What did you think? Overall thoughts? I suppose it was just it was just weird to watch because I thought the leg itself was probably one of the stronger ones, I want to say, of the season. I think I enjoyed it more than the first leg in Jordan. But obviously there was just like zero zero suspense, no no stakes. Um I mean, based on who finished last, I'm happy uh, that it turned out to just be like a, a filler leg. But uh, yeah, just a bit of a letdown throughout, and like I, there wasn't really any, yeah, no, no suspense or, or excitement driving it. But I thought the leg itself was good because the teams were so like bunched together, and we saw lots of changes in in the order switch up. Yeah, they did a lot of cool like mechanics, and I think that like the all on foot leg was really like an exciting part about it. Like they made mm-hmm. it more exciting. I mean, at first I was very worried for your friend there, uh, Emily or Molly, on an all running leg. Um, but I thought, I don't know. I thought they did a decent job. Like I get what you're saying, like no tension, but I thought they did a pretty good job of making it feel like tense. Like with, oh, we got the dancing team with the dancing challenge. Like, and it just like, oh, we got to get ahead. Like everyone felt the pressure to get first mm-hmm. for no real reason. Like I just felt like they were so tense and they were feeling the pressure that I was like oh I'm nervous like what's gonna happen like I was just feeling it and then like when things go wrong like the cart falls apart it's like <gasps> like you know I, I was like I was mm. sucked in like I was like oh no the cart like it just got me this episode and like all the teams were lo- I don't know it just worked the, mm. the tension for me even though there was like no tension like it didn't matter 
Um, but I don't know. I just thought that the, um, I mean, obviously the whole episode starts on kind of like a sour note. Like at first I was like, oh, it's another scramble. Um, cause they all lined up, but I was like, he's like, one team is missing. And I was like, no, Emily and Molly, they're gone. Um, it, it took a while until he said, I, I was yeah. like, yes. when he said that, I'm like, I don't know. They're all there. What are you talking about? <laughs> no one's missing. Phil, you're going crazy. Yeah. Oh, I was worried for your girl. We talked so much about her physical mm. injury that I was like, oh God, they're taken out already. Uh, but no, she's still there. Uh, it was Abby and Will, a uh, positive test. And they're just gone, which kind yeah. of sucks for the, like, and they weren't like, they were doing well, like they were a strong mm-hmm. team. So it's like, obviously it sucks for them, but also it's like kind of a buzzkill for the show as well. Yeah. And obviously like big, like of all the teams were like the biggest fans, I would say of, of the show itself. So, I mean, it's just, it sucks to go out that way. Um, but it, I don't, it feels better like, mm. It feels better this way than, than, yeah, like on other other international versions of people are just, you know, getting COVID and, and sitting out legs and, <laughs> until they test negative. So um, I think this is probably the fairest way to do it. Yeah, it's hard to judge also, like, because The Amazing Race obviously films well in advance before we get to see it. Because, like, things were always, things are still constantly changing about, like, what you're allowed to do. Like, whether if you're positive, can you go to work? Can you go, he, like... Hmm. And obviously countries are very different across the board on what they do. But like, I'm like, could we have at least like just maybe done an advantage leg and maybe see if they can come back next? You know, I'm like, I'm wondering what are mm. the, like, did we have to just eliminate them right away? Could they have, like, like we had the non-elimination, but like, could it have been like, you're fighting for an express pass or you're fighting for like an advantage or, or a clue or something, you know? Like, I'm wondering, could we have waited um, obviously we don't know if someone could be actually very sick and not just, you know, more than just testing positive, mm. but like, I, I mean, like, it seems crazy because your version, they were like, oh, just come back in like 10 weeks. Don't worry. Though. Like, <laughs> it seemed like they could have waited, especially because they're not traveling in big groups. You know, there's a lot of things that they're doing already. Mm. So it seemed like, and they're masked up a lot of the time and things. So I'm just like wondering, could they, like, I feel like this could have potentially been avoided. Obviously, I don't know the full thing, but. Yeah, it's just, it's, I, to me, it's, I suppose it's not surprising, like, you, like, you would assume it would happen at some point, but the fact that, I mean, last season it didn't happen, um, but yeah, there's definitely, I suppose, to me, some, like, some more thought that can go behind this moving forward for future seasons of, like, okay, what's our plan if this happens, can we, can we push back like our next travel destination considering like we're using a charter flight like what's the logistics here of of being able to to run the race throughout COVID and and if a team does test positive how can we um yeah make the show as fair as possible and not just like lose teams um because you could be in like I mean touch wood it's happened once this season but like imagine if just like everybody caught it at the same point in time you know yeah, I get that they're trying to do it the season as quick as possible because obviously the longer you have a show, the more costs are going to be. That's why like Survivor mm. cut back and things like that. Um, but like they're already going to have to stay in Jordan longer because they have to isolate or, or who knows, you know, there's already con- other conditions. Like, could we have not waited? Like, I'm just wondering, you know, I feel like there's needs to be, like you said, other options that need to be pursued. Um, yeah. Obviously, this is the first time. Like, 
it's like an amazing race first not that you want this to be a repeating thing but like obviously they're unexperienced to it but we'll have to make do with it um that phone call though was really uncomfortable Hmm. like not only like because i mean they already knew phil probably already told them or a producer was like yeah you can't continue um but it's like potentially like they weren't even on the phone when they were with like phil like so it was just like for show potentially you know what i'm saying like it was pre-recorded and like and everyone's saying goodbye it's just like it was kind of awkward <laughs> yeah and like they're teasing it up like oh it's like phil's there and it, it just it was a little bit of a letdown of a moment more so than just losing the team yes yeah uh, what was your thoughts on how they decided to still do the leg as this like sort of like i don't even know what filler like you called it a filler leg. like what, what was your thoughts on it like given the information that you now know, like a team's gone, like they were eliminated. Like what, how did you feel it went? It wasn't too bad. I suppose like to me, I'm like, what's, what's their other option here? If they've planned everything out and like, they know that they're doing zero non-elimination legs, like they really like have like put themselves in sort of a bind with, with that ruling. So I suppose your option is do something like this with an advantage or, do you just make this like a uh, con- uh, another like mega leg, like continue racing? Um, I don't know. It's almost hard to evaluate it by itself because I feel like I need like the knowledge of the next leg and whether this lead is actually important or not. Like, are we are they going to bunch up at some point with something not being open in the next leg and it be redundant? Like, I imagine they wouldn't do that. Um, but yeah, so it's it's. It's hard to judge. I think I almost would have liked what you mentioned, like that an express pass or like advantages on the line rather than just like, okay, the order you finish in will be your starting times and potentially like they'll be further apart. Like this whole like for like the last team, you're starting by yourself, you're like 45 minutes behind the lead team. I'm like, okay, but like, what is that? That's like what, 15 minutes presumably behind like the team that leads in front of you. Like it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. It just seems like a, a normal I suppose starting leg to start them in groups and it's just that this team is purely by themselves is is the worst thing about it um but then it's like if they just had run the leg normally and say Will and Abby had just finished last like would it be any different in the next leg with like the last team leaving by themselves like you don't know yeah it's difficult the one thing that the mega leg was like well designed for is that if they were like staying in Italy they were driving from one city to the next like we don't know if they're staying in Jordan next episode like they could be all on the same charter flight like to the next city or whatever Mm. like so I guess it really matters like because if they're not going to rip the clue and then get on a flight together they're going to get to this you know Germany or whatever and then they're going to open the clue yeah they're in Germany already um, yeah we're generally not going back there but you never know <laughs> amazing race first we're going back redoing the challenges anyway um so it, it depends yeah like you said it really is hard I, will, I wish we would have skipped this episode and just done a double but I guess we would have the theorizing that we have this episode but mm. yeah it, it's a tough spot like I, I do think I probably would have preferred the express pass and you have to give one out the next team like that always creates drama like you have two express passes and everyone's like, we'll help you like help us. And we'll get like, I don't know. I think that like 45 minutes isn't going to make a big deal. Um, 
No, yeah. Like you say, it'd be, it will be interesting to see because even if like the penalty was was harsher, maybe it'll make more sense, but we'll see. Yeah, and like challenge dependent, like do we have another dance challenge where three teams can dance really mm-hmm. well? Like all that kind of depends. Um, although this dance challenge isn't that crazy. Um, so, but yeah, like you said, I thought this like was actually really exciting. I thought it was way better than the last Jordan leg and, and probably one of the best like thought out um, challenges and let design and the whole aspect of walking on foot or run, you know, foot leg only. You couldn't get cabs mm. or anything like that just made it so much more exciting. Obviously, it wasn't accessible. It wasn't like trek 10 miles this way or something. So, but I just thought that was like a fun twist. I don't think we've seen that before, have we? I mean, I can't remember. I've, I feel like surely we we have, or at least a majority, I suppose, foot leg. Um, but whether we've seen like an entire foot leg or not before, I c- couldn't tell you. Yeah, but I was worried for your girl. Like this is such a <laughs> running, like they brought up later. She's like, I don't know if I can do this challenge, like the roadblock, because it might be all physical or who knows what it's going to be. Like I was worried. Um, mm. They managed to do okay. It didn't seem too bad. It was just navigating that killed a lot of teams. But they also, all the teams also like jumped, not jumped, uh, jo- joined in this weird like two, 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 one situation. Did you find that weird? That like mm. there were some, there were like a pair of du- all these duos and then Glenda and Lugamba alone. Like it was just <laughs> interesting that that happened to be the breakdown of how the teams decided to end up working together. Yeah, it's. <laughs> It's definitely odd, and it's it's weird. Like I suppose we're starting to see like these groups form, and and like some like more so than others. I feel like like Marcus, Michael, and like Emily and Molly are, are just at this point. I suppose more so because they were towards the front together a lot, but they just like seem to be like always like teaming up or like on each other's heels and and going around as a group. So um, it is interesting, and and just yeah, for Glenda and Lumumba just to be like. Oh, well, you guys by default don't have like a partner group t- to join up with, so you just kind of do this entire leg by yourselves. Um, was was unfortunate, but I mean, it means they get more screen time by themselves, so um, I don't mind about it. Yeah, never a complaint on my end for sure. Um, but I just thought that the start of the leg was so exciting. Like, all right, feels like all right, here's the clue. You're gonna figure it out, and like it's like get to this li- not library bookstore, and like there's the clue. Um, but it proved to be so complicated. <laughs> like the two, all the duo team, like the pairs were all running off. Like everyone went in a different direction. Like mm. London Lumumba went like south, but then the other team went north. And then they like, it was just wild that all the people, and then they were constantly asking people on their phones. And like, it was just crazy. Like I was like, this is a great start to the episode. I was like, I completely forgot about the, 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 the element, non-elimination part of it. I was just like, oh my God, what's going to happen? This is getting crazy. And, like, one team snaked head of the other, and, like, the order changed a whole bunch. Like, teams were, it was hard to keep up, but in, like, a good way. Mm. This was great. It's, like, they picked almost, like, the perfect spot because it seemed to be, like, obscure enough that the locals didn't really know where it was and everyone was have to, like, look it up on their phones. And then, like, at one point you had, like, four teams together and then I think it was, like, Derek and Claire and Aubrey and David, like, take these stairs to the left and like leave everybody else and and, like scoot ahead of them like it was just um like you say it was really unpredictable and and fun to watch because you really didn't know like what the order of the teams was going to be with them getting to this spot so it was nice to not have like just like 
seven teams running down the street in a line following each other. It was good that they kind of broke off and all found different ways to get to the same location. And it's crazy, too, because they all, like, start at the same time. They all left from the same location. Like, obviously, you've got people who are going to run slower than others. But, like, it was crazy that, like, usually that, like, doesn't happen when everyone's bunched up. Like, mm. usually it'll be like, follow that car or, like, I'll just follow them. Like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, but it, it, it like, divided so quickly. And, like, that makes it made so thrilling. And, like, you've got mm. teams are, like, running downstairs one way, like, the other way, like, running up the street. Like, it was everywhere. And then we even saw this later on with, like, I think Lewis and Michelle found the pit stop before the detour or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it was clearly, like, a very difficult thing to navigate, like, on your own foot. So it was, like, extra exciting that all of this stuff happened, like, throughout the whole leg. Like, Michael and Marcus, they passed the pit roadblock, and then they had to go back. Like, it was just like deceptively simple like the navigation i guess like it was right there but Mm. they kept going or like um the bookstore was like right there but like no one knew it like it was just it it was it was so exciting i think that this made it really fun this episode the fact too like i feel like they did a good job with enough i suppose amazing race marking of like this is the place but not over the top so that you could see it from from far away because even like the book book stop they're like they're like marked bookstop bookshop um but the only marking was the clue box which was inside like tucked away like there was no like race flags outside it or anything like that so it was just really clever uh design to make it more interesting and fun yeah i guess we usually get those flags when it's like marked parking spot or like Mm. you need to know like a certain thing like here's where you're doing the challenge or like this is quarantined off for the race or you know um, but when you're just walking around that you don't need any of that like extra stuff uh, so I, so it really like made it exciting like it's not like oh there's the location we gotta go like this flag in the distance like you gotta find it yourself hmm. um, so yeah like a fun super fun start um, and this at this point I was like into it like I was like oh, forget the non-elimination part of it I was just like invested and, and like I felt I felt tense because especially with the order changing and everything it made it super fun but once you get to the bookstop, bookstop, you said that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> bookshop. It's stuck in my head. Uh, that would have been, if it would have been the pit stop, it would have been the bookstop. <laughs> bookshop. Once you get there, you get the clue for the detour, which is step by step or letter by letter, step by step, your favorite, a dancing challenge. Um, which was a very long dancing challenge, but not too complicated in terms of steps. Um, and then letter by letter, you have to memorize the, the Arabic language, uh, which was the way easier challenge. Um, what did you think of the detours? Was it? I thought I thought they were good challenges, um, despite one being way better than the other. I thought they were both. Yeah, they were both good, and it was nice. I suppose with detours, what you look for is uh, like a mix of skills and and no real overlap here. Um, and I thought there were some really fun, like, clever moments, like Marcus and Michael figuring out, oh, we, we have to do this as a team. That doesn't mean we have to do everything exactly together at the same time and them splitting up the task. Then Derek just, like, struggling to, like, roll his R's, which, understandable, fair enough. Um, but, like, that moment. And then the dancing challenge, I mean, it was just, like, Glenda and Lumumba being, like, the highlight. And this, too, is... If, like throwback to like Claire at the yodeling in that they 
showed every attempt, but here they did it right and just showed like a snippet of every attempt rather than the entirety of each attempt. Um, but I will say, I feel like with the dancing challenge more so than other dancing challenges, yes, it seemed easier than usual. But then also it was really hard to like spot out like when they made a mistake and they'd be like, oh, we made a mistake. I'm like, did you? I'm like, so it looks like you were doing what you were meant to be doing. Um, but it was good. And I feel like the judge, we've talked about before, like we ha- like when judges tell them exactly what was wrong and like it's annoying with this, I feel like she gave them like enough advice for it to be like okay and not like she was like coaching them entirely through it. Um, so I feel like overall it was just like a great like mix mix of challenges and, and different styles. But I hope that we do not get like, and you know we're going to get another one at some point, but not too many dancing challenges moving forward because this just felt like as simple as it was, like it's immediately it was like, okay, well, all the dancing teams are going to do that and they're going to get it on their first or like second attempt. Um, so, yeah, fingers crossed that we're uh, not going to go down that route with so many of the dancing teams left. Yeah, it was like one of the challenges that's like, like, it was like she gave the advice, like this is what you're doing wrong. But like it felt balanced with the difficulty of the challenge. Like, you know, it's like instead of like a, a quick two minute, like a quick one minute dance, like it's wrong. Like this mm. felt like a longer dance. So like getting advice would be more helpful. Like it felt like a good balance of like what they had to do versus like, she gave advice but like didn't coach like it was like don't do this like you were and then like sometimes they knew the mistakes um but I felt like it was fair like it didn't seem like too handholdy and it didn't seem too like strict like like yeah nope um so like I I like that um but yeah it was so hard to tell when they were like Glenda's like I made a mistake I was like I don't know um I guess it's different kind of partner work when you're touching each other and you see the, I guess, the ensemble, like the last dancing challenge we had um, in like Germany or whatever. Like it was partner work and there was an ensemble of dancers and Mm. stuff. So you could see if like they messed up this time. It was just a solo performance. So like, I guess it's hard to judge of what they did wrong. I love the... (laughs) the, 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 The judge at the dancing challenge and the moment was like a Glenda where she was just like, you're bouncing too much it's like why are you doing that you don't need to be doing that and she's just like oh okay and she's like no like no more bouncing just do it like normally it was just so funny yeah, they were so funny like even like when they were messing up like she was just like so funny um I even thought the judge is like uh she was kind of funny and sassy too mm-hmm. like and she was playing up the like we talked about this with that guy from the medical challenge a few episodes ago yeah like she was playing up giving out the clue like i think that was and then pulls out the clue she was having fun i thought that she was real enjoyable part of the challenge too Mm. and not like over the top like uh the the dancing guy in germany or austria or wherever it was um (laughs) and like that's like the the best dance we've ever seen i'm like no (laughs) she was like "Mm, yeah that's like that's possible (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I thought she was fun. Um, on the other side, some of the funny moments from that was when, like, Michael and Marcus got there, and the instructor, she's like, "My name is Rahaf," and one of them just could not either hear it or pronounce it. It was just like, "Oh, poor girl, I'm so sorry." <laughs> like, here comes Americans trying to 
learn your language and just butcher it mm-hmm. horribly. Um, but it was very funny. And she kept repeating it. No, Raha, like it was, it was, it was funny. Uh, and it appears we have another person who can't roll their R's and you um, being sympathetic for uh, Derek mm-hmm. here. Um, yeah, I guess that's the real challenge of this challenge is like the way that we speak English is definitely not suited to the way that they speak uh, like the Arabic language because it was clearly hard for some of these people to pronounce it. Obviously, Emily and Molly had their ace in the hole of knowing Hebrew, which is very similar. So yeah, this surprisingly like challenging to say. My only issue with the challenge was you could just memorize the board. Like they didn't re-scramble it. It was just like mm. A, B, C. Like you could just go down the line and you're like, oh, I messed up. And, and like he said, you were wrong when you got it wrong right away. Like it wasn't like they finished and they're like, wrong. yeah, the whole way through. Mm. Like you stop at like, um, you know, letter G and it's like, you're wrong. So mm. that was my issue with it is that like, okay, we messed up the fifth letter. Okay, run back in. Okay, it was A. a. Okay, that was it. And then mm. they run, like, you know, it just made it a lot easier when they could just say it again and again, and, you know. Yeah, it almost felt like one of those challenges where there needed to be either, like you say, like them be scrambled up or otherwise like it be like a longer, like, okay, you messed up. Now you have to go through and practice like the entire thing again before you can come back out. Um. That being said, though, I feel like teams, like, struggled, like, enough for it to be okay. And I did, like, I don't know if they knew ahead of time, but, like, the fact that on, like, their practice board they had, so I suppose, like, the English translation of, of the word up there, but then outside, like, that wasn't up there at all. It was just, like, the, the character. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it, it worked really well. And like I said before, it was just nice to have these detours that were, like, really polar opposite of one another. Yes, the mental challenge ish and then the physical challenge which was obviously very different skill sets you know mm. so I, I thought i had fun like i thought they were enjoyable um my only critique was just that you could just memorize it um and it wasn't like a practical application that's all mm. uh, but like once you finish this teams got to choose the roadblock which was the assembly of the cart which i thought was a really interesting challenge um like so teams have to assemble this cart and then carry the belongings in it to the pit stop. Um, but I thought it was interesting because it was like a weird blend of like attention to detail. Like you have to assemble it kind of like the example, but it's not like a copy, like the Ducati challenge. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, you know, you have to add your own like, like sort of flair, not flair to it, but just like you have to analyze it because it has to carry the stuff to the pit stop. And we saw a lot of teams carts were falling apart they were struggling to get it over the sidewalks and things like that so like i thought it was a really cool blend of it all and and then on top of taking it to the pit stop it was just like it was like a, it was just i thought it was really well well done yeah i agree i was nice that like it continued on like it wasn't uh just like build the cart and get them to inspect it and then like okay like you're done with that now go to the pit stop the fact that they had to take it to the pit stop so like you said it had to be sturdy enough to get there and we saw like teams falling apart like it didn't seem actually at the end that it needed to be like all in one piece for you to be able to check in uh because i think phil like mentioned like at one point they're like oh yeah put it over there with all the other like broken carts or whatever um but yeah, it was nice and it was interesting to see like the different approaches of like 
uh, like you had like Michael who didn't realize that it wasn't like purely attention to detail and him going over and be like, okay, like this piece of wood has like two nails in it and they're at these positions and this, that, whatever else. Whereas like the other teams are just like, okay, let's put this together as fast as like we possibly can. Like David, I'm a mechanic. David um, did it like so quickly. Uh, and then you had like Emily and Molly and like they were mentioning how like there was in the example, like there's only two nails on this piece, but I'm going to put in four instead. So it stays together. Um, it was just really fun to watch. And like, it was another thing where like everybody was there at the same time, like at some point. Um, and you really didn't know like who was going to be first out of there and the order changed up a whole lot here as well. Yeah. And it was still like ripe to change with the carts breaking down and like teams not mm. knowing which way to navigate. Like obviously Lewis and Michelle finished first, even though their cart breaks out, they know where the pit stop is. Like, so there's like sort of layers of like complications to come. Um, I love the bit when like Lewis is like, wait, Emily, I think it was Emily who did the Ducati. Wait, you're not doing this? Like, oh, mm. thank God, we're so lucky we're safe. Like the build, the master builder is not doing it. Like I thought that was so funny. And then he's like not doing anything, just talking to the camera. It was such a great moment. And then like you said, like Michael or Marcus, I forget which one did the challenge, but like thought it was like, we've got to do it to the T. Um, and then like when Lewis and Michelle finish, their cart literally breaks in seconds after they leave <laughs> the roadblock. <laughs> And it's just like, oh, God, I, I do wish we saw a little bit more carts breaking down. Like, I don't think it would have changed the order that much to see mm. it. But like most of the teams were picking it up and just carrying it. Except I think Emily and Molly, I think theirs was good to roll the whole time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it, it was just such a well thought out challenge, especially like. I think they had like they didn't say where the boards went, like some of the boards go on the side. And then the front thing Glenda was saying, like, oh, I think I put them in the wrong order or something like that. Um, so, I, so there was like enough complexity and there was no one assembling it. It was just a built model. So you just had to sort of go off that. Mm. So you couldn't see like how they were. I mean, pretty standard, like just hammer it in. But like, I think that there was like, without that instructor doing it, like it was a little bit harder. Like you had to think a little bit more for yourself. Mm. But yeah, I thought that was a great challenge. Probably my highlight challenge of the episode for me. Yeah, I feel like what was good about this too is it, like, it felt the editing felt real here and not like forced. Like, yes, like you're at this point, you're probably like, mm, like Glenda and the Mumba, like they're a fair bit behind. But with the way that the order changed so much throughout, like this building, like it wasn't like completely sold and like obvious that like they're definitely going to finish last. There was enough, like you said, enough like suspense of like one like how quickly are going to people finish stuff two are they going to be able to navigate to the pit stop three is their cart going to like stay together like there was enough factors built in and suspense that it was like okay it's not like that this team like rocks up and like midway through the episode you're like no they're like they're definitely finishing last there's no way they're going to catch anybody else with they're just trying to create suspense in the edit here it's like here there was actual genuine doubt over like who was going to finish where and i think like two things that like aided in this is like a, like, Glenda and Lubamba got to the challenge, but everyone was still there. So you're like, oh, mm. this is anyone's game. Like, it still felt live. And the other thing that I think worked, especially for this, like, non-elimination, like, the way that it worked out, is that once, like, you had a feeling that it was, they were going to, Glenda and Lubamba were going to be last, they sort of edited the tension out of them getting there. Like, mm. we sort of just, like, they were going to get there last. So, like, it took away that tension. And it brought it to the other, like the first part of the teams. Like I just felt like yes, because yeah. they edited it like smartly like that, it made it 
even more exciting instead of trying to be like, oh, she's getting in so quick now. Like, <laughs> we'll be there. any Like, the fakeness of that, they, like, it, focus mm. on the other teams instead. Yeah, we didn't get the back and forth shots of, like, Emily and Molly and Glenda and Lumumba both, like, dragging a cart and then, like, a, a moment of, like, Emily and Molly saying, like, are we sure this is the right way? Like... <laughs> No, Phil's we pointing. saw them check in, and then, then we go back to, like, Glenda and Lumumba, like, still building the cart. Like, they hadn't even left the challenge yet. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think they did it smart. Obviously, they can take advantage of this because we know that they're not being eliminated. But, like, mm. I, I, I thought that it was really smart editing that, that they did in this episode for that. Uh, but our team's checking in. Not that it really matters, except just when you leave. In group one, we have a first place team, Lewis and Michelle. Group two, we have Aubrey, David, Quentin, Maddie. Uh, group, uh, the, wait, what? How does it work? There's seven teams. Oh, there's seven teams. Three, four three groups. groups of two and, and one group of one, right? Oh, so it's two teams. I thought it was one team leaving in the first group. No, I think it was two. Oh, so it's two. So it's Lewis and Michelle and then Aubrey and David in the first group. Quentin and Maddie and Dark and Claire in the second group. Michael and Marcus, Emily and Molly in the third group, and last are could have been eliminees, but not, and thankfully so. Um, Glenda and Lumumba. I'm just so happy to see them. Um, I'm so glad that it was an elimination for them. I love them so much. The moment where she's like getting so emotional about doing the cart, and he's like, "I'm not worried. Like I know you have it. Like I'm here to support you. Like uh, I love them." Like, it just melted my heart, and, like, I'm really hoping that next leg they can really knock it out. They've had, like, a little bit of a downturn these last few legs, and I'm really hoping they can pull it out. Um, both our teams right at the bottom, six and seven, mm-hmm. and you're a little worried. It's, yeah, it's it's concerning, but I, I it really feels like, like, among this seven, like, maybe – we're starting to, I mean, like, Lewis and Michelle have gone, like, back-to-back first. Like, maybe they're starting to become the team too, but it really doesn't feel like you have, like, anybody who's so far ahead of the pack. Um, it, Like, it really feels like it could go anyway. Like, it's been so, like, split up where, like, teams have finished. Like, I feel like everybody's had, like, good weeks and bad weeks. So, um, yeah, he's hoping that that, uh, that 45 minutes behind the leader is not uh, as, as dire as Phil's trying to uh, make out. <laughs> Yeah, you worry. I mean, you always worry. Even any any sort of like time advantage is critical in the race, um, and especially like these teams are like not going to take penalties. They're not going to try and like sort of like outdo things. They're going to like really try to go for it. So like the the competition is on, and like you you got to worry like that any any mm-hmm. minute they're ahead. Um, like thankfully we don't have like hours of flights that they have to make up and things like that. But yeah, like minutes, like now it's critical. Like minutes are critical now in these in the kind of modern seasons of the race. So you worry, you worry. Glenda and Lumumba might not have been eliminated, but Phil did eliminate a team this episode. <laughs> so we have to look at our predictions. Um, Abby and Will, unfortunately, didn't even take a foot this uh, step this leg and were eliminated. Um, another first, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Abby will. They finished eighth, and I think this is our biggest. Uh, I don't know, not point change, but our biggest uh, developments in the prediction so far. So Abby will eighth place. I said fifth. I was three off. Colin said sixth. So 
so he was two off. I think we all had a fair judge of where they would probably finish. Mm-hmm. Although they didn't plan for this. You said eighth place. Mm-hmm. So you were right on the money. Kristen also said eighth place. So she was also right on the money. So you two both are in the points. But will the AI also join you? Kristen's AI won 11th place. So no. And AI2 said second. So. Who knows? They, they could have they could have finished that high up. Yeah, listen, they're still trying to compete for second place. Maybe they'll come back. This will mess up predictions mm-hmm. if they come back um, in a few legs. But he said eliminated, so that's why I put it in. Yeah. Um, so the leaderboard right now, Kristen, three points, three in a row. She is three for three these last two eliminees. You have two points, and I have one point. Colin and the AI have nothing. It is yeah, still the game. <laughs> I feel like we jinxed this last week when, like, we were going through, like, who, what, what do your predictions say? Like, who's going to go next? And, like, Abby and Will came up and, like, oh, yeah, like, not not feeling confident, like, about that at all. Like, surely, like, they're not going to be, like, the next team to go. And then, lo and behold, here, the, here we are. Well, I was sort of, like, um, spoiled on this because I went to, I was looking on Google. I went to look something up for the Amazing Race Australia for, like, one of the seasons we watched. Um mm-hmm. And, like, I typed Amazing Race A, and the predictive, like, searches, it said Abby. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I was like, oh, were they eliminated? And I was Mm. like, I don't know. It could also be, like, she's on the current season. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe it just, like, registered, like, instead of, like, another A person from the season, like, a show from the Amazing Race. Instead of Aubrey from this season. Yeah. um, (laughs) Like, it could have just said something else. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I, was yeah. like, I didn't try, but I was like, but apparently, yeah, like, it was telling me that they were eliminated. And I remember saying last episode, I was like, I'm not worried about them. Like, mm. <laughs> were we wrong? They're fine. Look at, like, three, finished third and finished fourth in the last two legs. They're, they're such, like, a middle-of-the-pack team. They're not in danger at all. Yeah, uh, they, they were in danger. <laughs> But we should rate this episode. What are you going to do? I think it's a rent. Um, and it definitely could. I, I feel like if this had an elimination, it was, would be a buy. Um, because it was honestly, it was just a really good leg challenge wise and navigation wise. And just had like all like the good elements to like an amazing race leg. But I'm going to rent it because I do feel like there was a little bit missing with you know, like less on the line and, and, and the stakes being a little lower. Uh, than than a normal leg. Uh, I think I'm gonna just do it. I'm gonna buy it. Mm-hmm. I just I I I forgot about like the elimination like so much through that I'm just like you know what it's like I was so I was so hooked in like you may not have been as hooked in as I was but I was I was in it and um I was just so invested. I love this episode. I think the non-elimination helped because I saved my favorite team that could have been Mm -hmm. eliminated. So I was like, dream outcome. They weren't eliminated. Like, I I just loved it. I thought it was great. So I'll buy it. Um, And and I genuinely think best episode so far. So um, I may regret that, like, when, like, two episodes from now, it's, like, amazing. But, like, I thought this was great. But yeah, that's it for us. Uh, we have a lot to talk about next episode. This is really a prequel to hopefully a really exciting podcast next week. 
Um, and hopefully another really exciting episode next week. Like, I hope that next episode just one-ups this one. Uh, mm-hmm. And we both buy it. So, but yeah, that'll be it. Uh, thank you for being here again. You are, what, how many times do we record? Uh, six episodes, five for five. You're five for five. Mm-hmm. So thank you. It's just consistency, you know? Yes. But as this episode has told us, expect the unexpected, you know? You, you might be consistent and a, and a decent team, but you never know what's going to come along. Yeah, well, we'll be hit by a curveball. Maybe call him to show up. <laughs> well, you never know. You never know. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it for us. Um, we'll see you next week for part two of the unexpected Megaleg. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time.